Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? All right. Welcome to the Dog Days podcast. We are back after a little bit of a break. We've all been here since we started recording. No one just came in from another room. We'll never accuse anyone of that. It's a little janky right now. The the green screen was lagging. Shane was, uh, was there, but of course. yeah, he was there in the background, just flossing, which is weird because it's twenty twenty one. You'll still see commercials where where like people are doing that, and it's like okay, we can, we can I, move I, on to this now. Yeah, I feel like the like advertisement cycle of like memes is like I don't know three to five years behind actual memes, which is like it's so like funny. To, to witness that. Do you guys remember that? I was just thinking about this earlier. Remember that fucking Wendy's commercial? I don't know if you ever saw it. Or like, it was like all, it was like meme themed. I don't know like what they were doing for Wendy's. And like, it like zooms into this dude. He's just like eating a, eating some spicy nuggets like a boss or some shit. It was so cringe. It was like, it was like, tw- it was, I swear like 2015 or 2016. And it was just like the worst fucking thing. It was so cringy. Oh, man. Because that's one of those commercials where if they meant it ironically, it would actually be sort of genius. But let's be real, they probably didn't. Right. Yeah. I do I do like to think that, that uh, that's what caused Wendy's to step up their social media game because everybody was, like, roasting them. Maybe. Yo, before... You go ahead. Sorry, I, I need to interrupt this uh, unless we're going to go on a 10-minute tangent on something, and I really wanted to say this in the beginning of the episode, but we'll get right back to that. Um, can we say this is officially our uh, second season since um, our first season started around this time last year, and also we kind of had like a two-week break, um, so that's kind of convenient way to market. Okay. All yeah, right, so. not, what, what episode number were we on? This will be. Uh, uh, I have no 32? idea. This might be thirty-two. Okay. I have no yeah, idea because there's a bunch. There's a bunch of the There might be a few more yeah. that would need to be edited or something, but who knows? Yeah. You'll find out, yeah. listener. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to season two, episode one. Now go, Shane. We love to see it. Thank you for starting around. Starting that. a new season of a podcast like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um. I was just thinking that remind. Do you guys see that horrible? Yeah, I don't even know what we talked about. This. We might have talked about this already. That Grubhub ad from like last year. Yeah, the animated that, one. The awful, like despicable me style animated one where they're all like dancing and gyrating their hips all weirdly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That is one That's of the absolutely. most obnoxious commercials I've ever seen. But weirdly, it worked. For, it kind of again worked out for them because. It became like memed, and then like they kind of realized they could lean into it, and now it, they keep playing it. But I remember the first time seeing it going, like this is horrible. And now there's like lore, I guess, and there's like storylines. It's it's gone to a whole thing. There's fan fiction. There's got bro. It's it's almost gotten to a point where it's better in 2021 to make something that's bad and it's going to trend on TikTok than making something that's just nice and good and well-made because it's like that. Um, uh, ben, did you listen to the latest um, Bam Bam episode about, yeah. Oh, what was it? Berries and cream. The, the thing mm-hmm. Starburst, I think it was. Yeah. 
They're probably there's trending right there's now. There's a cream. I love a, I'm a little boy who loves berries. Exactly. <laughs> so if you make a shitty you thing, you haven't seen this. I feel like that might have unlocked like a memory that just sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> Let me look this up. Yeah, it's way better to make a berries and cream than to make like, like some random like good ad. <laughs> Is everyone just watching berries and cream? Oh, I've already seen it. I'm very familiar with berries. Oh, he's playing it. When I was a little lad, if I wanted berries and cream, mommy made me do the little lad dance. Now mommy's gone. But I still like to do the little lad dance, and you might too. You just run in place. Nice form. <laughs> Clap your hands. Elegant. Touch your left heel with your right, and your right heel with your left. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Gesture to yourself, berries and cream. We, when it all goes together, how long is this? It looks a little something like this. Too long. Wait for it. You look wonderful. <laughs> now, sing the berries and cream song. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Up the octave, go for it. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Oh, I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. That's enough of that. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Wow. Hey, I bet Starburst sales have uh, gotten a little boost since that commercial re-memed itself. Yeah. Yeah, probably the fact that he kind of looked like Bill Hader too the entire time was kind of throwing me off a little too. What if it was Bill Hader? Might be. For all I know, it might be. It looks like Lord Farquaad if he was actually oh! like a yeah. normal sized human. <laughs> Where he looks like, um, you know, the singer Brian, Brian Williams, the British dude. I think he's like, the highest selling like solo act in Europe of all time. Um, anyway, looks like him if he dressed like Lord Forkward. I think Brian Williams is that Amer- is that journalist. I it might be someone else. Brian, Brian. You're thinking of Bon Jovi. <laughs> no. Classic British band. Brian, shit. I'm gonna have to figure this out now. Brian. Would you guys Ooh. believe huh, Billy Joel? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, is that guy? Hold Robbie on, Williams. Robbie, Robbie Williams. Williams. Fucking. Uh, oh my right. god, he sort of does. Yeah. Thank you. He just saved me, bro. Anytime I have, like, anytime I don't remember a name or something, I just waste like several minutes of my life because I have to figure out what the name is. Bro, this dude looks kind of like kind of a doofus. He's got that haircut. Oh, what's his name? Brian. Robbie. Robbie Williams. Yeah. He's got the Macklemore haircut. <laughs> Bro, you guys remember when that was everywhere? Like everyone and their fucking mother had the Macklemore haircut. Or was that just? Was that was that what was that like mid twenty tens? Yeah, around like, like 2013, like around yeah. 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah that, that was kind of an interesting phase. It's always one of those weird things where like, like I remember this, 
you'll get to where I'm going with this. In middle school, you know how like everyone used to kind of like make fun of Justin Bieber for, you know, for existing and being like a pop star. And then everyone would get the haircut to look like him at the same time. It's a weird dynamic where people are going to be like, oh, like, look at this weirdo Macklemore with his weird hair. And then like a month later, everyone has the same haircut. It's very strange how that works. Smells like R. Kelly's piss. Um, bro, it was. Remember when he beat? Who did he beat? Like he. Uh, so for the Grammys one year. Bro, you what the fuck? I don't know why I thought you were talking about Chris Brown for a second and who he beat. I was like, we're not gonna talk about. Oh this. no no no! <laughs> you were talking um, about R. Kelly though. It's the wrong person. <laughs> no no no! I'm talking about. Um, I mean, they're both uh, not Michael good. Moore. Oh yeah, Macklemore didn't he beat Kendrick Lamar? Like yeah, I'm up? trying to I'm trying to remember who he beat. Like it was the best I category swear. of all time. It was I swear okay. it was to Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, Kendrick. Was he, okay, yeah, he. Okay, remember? Shit, why didn't you just oh, say no. where he won? Best was, new artist. It was, it was Good Kid, Mad City, not uh. Not to be butterfly. Shit. Why is this not summarized? There's a fucking dissertation here. Um yeah, yeah, he beat Kendrick Lamar. But yeah. there was there were there were other dope people. Um and he beat like five of the best albums like of the decade. I and, can't believe and he won. beat Mad City. That's such a good album. Like again, yeah. I, granted I haven't listened to the Macklemore album, but have you heard Thrift Shop though? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking bop, bro. Is that on the same album? I, yeah. I have to imagine. That beat if, good if, if kid out, Jesus Christ. If he okay. put out an album that was not the one with Thrift Shop <laughs> and that beat could get Mad City, I would literally just commit suicide because I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> That's kind of upsetting. I missed that apparently. It's how it's just how um fuck some random bullshit person beat Al Pacino uh for I think um one of the Godfathers where like he easily should have won. And then uh everyone trashed the Academy. And then when he did Heat, I think, or or maybe it was um that other one where he's blind, a scent of a woman. They just gave him the Oscar, even though he didn't deserve it. Just as a like, there you go, um, which is bullshit. So, yeah, every 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 one of these um, awards ceremonies is purely like nonsensical. Like it's a bunch of people who you don't know deciding what's gonna be the best something of the year when like you don't know who those people are. Maybe they, they have an agenda or something. I mean, BoJack, like, I, th- I feel like showcased it pretty well. That's what I learned. Like, it, it's pretty realistic. Like, you have to, like, go to all these other minor shows and, like, really drum up the press. Oh, true, yeah. And, like, like it's not a, it's not objective. It's literally, like, lobbying by each, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, each nominee. It's still weird. Sometimes they're just out of left field, though, to the point where it's, like, I get the politics behind it, but really, that one? Like, do you remember when Beyonce lost to Beck? No, no. bro. I remember in 2014, oh, Beyonce lost the Grammy to Beck for his. I mean, I, I haven't heard any of those two albums, but um, I mean, Beck is pretty good, but like Beyonce, yeah. 
he's good, but like the, if you listen to the album, it's not bad. It's just it was kind of a out of nowhere heck for that to be the Grammy winning album of the year. It's just kind of a strange, strange one, but you know, yeah. it happens. Remember when Beyonce story. didn't win the best uh video clip of the year because of <laughs> fucking Taylor Swift? You belong <laughs> with me. Bro, that was insane. And then um, that's when I was, got up, right? Yeah, yeah. I was watching ah shit. I, I I basically anytime I'm bored, I go on YouTube and I look for like a beautiful dark twist of fantasy like fan like essay video essay. Um so I've watched like maybe like five different my beautiful dark twist of fantasy video essays uh by now. And um and one of them that I watched they put a video of like different celebrities saying no, like Kanye is not wrong, like, which is funny because it was such a monumental thing when I was growing up to go to to like see him being a jerk to Taylor Swift and go like he's just a fucking asshole. But since then, people have come out like come publicly and and, and said like no, he's not wrong. That was complete bullshit. Like single ladies is probably like the most um renowned, like I, I don't know, the the yeah, maybe the best video of like the 21st century, maybe is the yeah, one that I, mean, I remember the most. I think like everyone agreed that he was right, but also yeah, he, he was, was just an he was just a dick about it. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so Bro, fucking but, crazy. But to have the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, say publicly on TV, he's an asshole. Or no, he said, "Did he say asshole?" He or did he say he's a I jerk? vaguely remember that. Yeah, he was like on TV the next day saying like he's Kanye West is a jerk, the most powerful man in the world, bro. That's crazy. That's I completely think, crazy. I don't remember. Depending on the year, that might have been Obama. No, it, it was, was absolutely it was absolutely Obama. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a real jerk. Yeah. That's, I wonder, I wonder what Obama thought of um Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of Donda? I didn't even listen to all of it. I was really like kind of underwhelmed, to be honest. Um, um Shane, do you listen to it? No, no dude, I'm still working. No? I want to listen to the other stuff first. So okay, but I would love to hear a perspective. Your take on Donda. My take is, um, I waited for it for like two months, I think, um, and then it came out, and then I planned to get high with my friend and listen to it at his place, um, and then we did. And I was like bopping my head. I was like, for a lot of the songs, I think maybe like three quarters or maybe like two thirds of the songs, I was like, oh shit, this is cool. Um, but my my final take about Donda is the following: compared to other artists, it's still a dope album because Kanye is so above like what other people are doing in rap that. Even his lamer shit is still better or, like, more, I don't know, creative than what, like, fucking Lil Durk or fucking Lil Nas X are doing. Um, 
But comparing it to like beautiful dark twist of fantasy, 808s and heartbreaks, uh, Yeezus, Life of Pablo, you just feel like he lost a lot. Cause if if in one day you're singing and you're producing and you feel free to explore everything, and then the next day you can you only talk about Jesus and like you only talk about religion. That kind of like restricts you a lot. Like it, he was the artist that pushed boundaries, and now like he put a boundary around himself. If you know what I mean, like so. I, I just it just feels like he's kind of like wasting an opportunity, but at the same time he's also like, um, taking the opportunity of exploring something that no one's ever done, which is like to make like hype music about Jesus. I don't know. It's, it has its like pros and cons of him going that route. Uh, ultimately it doesn't matter. Cause the only person that has to be happy with it is him. Like we don't like, we don't pay his bills. Yeah, that's fair. But um, I mean, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna be better than beautiful dark twist of fantasy and it awaits and heartbreaks is, is my point. But like, you know, Going back to what we're talking about, like the awards, right? The same thing with like journalism, like rate, you know, reviewers and stuff, um, which kind of feeds into what Shane just fucking said. So Donda wasn't shit compared to Peppa Pig's sophomore album. (laughs) Like to 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 give a bit of background in case you haven't heard this already, if you do. Uh, Peppa Pig's album got a 6.5 by Pitchfork and Donda only got a 6.0 and the official Peppa Pig account on Twitter <laughs> basically was talking shit to Kanye and let, let me let me take a look at the tweet the tweet's like we didn't Pe- need like Peppa, three yeah. Peppa didn't need to host listening parties in Mercedes Benz Stadium to get that 0.5 <laughs> <laughs> with a pig emoji after it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. That is that's such a weirdly aggressive tweet by a children's album, but I actually really respect whichever social media intern was running the account that day because that's hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like they thought of tweeting that um like months ago and then they just waited for the day where like someone was going to review donda so they could tweet it if it was above donda's score it's true do you think that they're gonna have a beef (laughs) peppa and i hope so well i guess it wouldn't be a beef it'd be more of a pork pork (laughs) nice nice um moving on i hope he releases a diss track that would be, but like, okay, bro, what if he releases a diss track, but he samples like a Peppa Pig song because they're probably like not copyrighted or whatever? Wouldn't that be kind of yeah. sick? <laughs> that seems like something he would do too. Did you see bro, he, be, um, it might be a better album. Did, did you see there's like, there's this guy on YouTube uh, called Video Game Donkey, and he did some like video where he like made like a parody re- before, uh, before Donna dropped. He like, He's like, I'm gonna make my own version of Donda because he won't drop it. And like one of the songs was like old meme song on YouTube from like years ago. Um, it's it's so weird. Um, I would share my screen, but I can't. There's no host. Anyway, it's called the Glob Glob Glob. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this? Glob Glob. No, I just know the original video. 
bro, Kanye, like in in uh, the Chicago live show, he made us like quick, like shitty song sampling that song, like as the beat, and then like like rapped over it. Like he made a song out of it and said it was gonna be on Donda. It wasn't. He took it off at the final version. But like he does that kind of meme shit already. <laughs> so he might he might make a tough pick this track almost. He's gonna roast the ass. Bro, I just um I just sent the link in the group chat. Um, I didn't realize that that song that I just sent in the group chat um, is a Kanye song that samples Black Sabbath, um, Iron Man. Mm. It's dope. I just figured that out yesterday. I connected the dots, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they could have put that in um, Iron Man. That'd be cool. I like what I hear so far. I I need to give that another listen. Yeah. And it's the one of the lesser known songs off of that album. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how about Certified Lover Boy? I don't give a single shit about Drake. <laughs> um, bro, Drake is the corniest fucking like mainstream rapper. Straight up, bro. Ben has huge beef with um, people he considers corny. He hates corny people. Bro, Drake is so corny, and his fans are corny too. Like, I don't know, Drake fans and um, and Jake Cole fans. Jake Cole. Jake Jake Cole. Jake Jake Cole. Jake's Cole. You don't know Jake Cole? No. He's like a big rapper, but like he's also really corny, and he's like this whole thing is he's humble, and I don't know, it's just lame. Wait, who the? How the, never heard of J. Cole. Oh, J. Cole. Okay. Yes. I was I was trying to it, it was starting it started to sound like that always sunny in Philadelphia sketch where they're like trying to say boys soul, but it sounds like boys hole. It sounds like you were saying Jake's hole. Yeah. yeah, Jake Hole, man. That's what people call it. Make fun of him. I thought he was saying Jake Hole. Yeah. You gotta play pay the troll toll if you want to get into Jake's hole. <laughs> Uh, but it's like um <laughs> um anytime you ben or asia would talk about the chicago blackhawks mm-hmm. i could not not hear black cocks chicago never bro, we love we love chicago blackhawks yeah exactly it's crazy but yeah drake it, it, to put to summarize drake drake's music sounds like if you just like stuck a pair of headphones into a loaf of wonder bread <laughs> it's it like the way I describe him is he's a his I think I've said that this already um here but I think his music is very much a product of whatever's popular at the time that he releases the music um so in 2000 like eight nine when like singing and rap was becoming a thing because of Kanye and because of autotune and shit um, he was making like singy, like R&B kind of style music. Now he's just a trap, uh, a trapper. Um, he never like creates, he never really creates like a, a new sound or a new like different thing in music. But that being said, he's a great copier of sounds. I think well, like- yeah, that's- that, that's yeah. the whole thing yeah like he's just he's pop rap and like that's just yeah. 
it gets really like watered down and generic because it's just yeah. following the trends. And that's like, that's just yeah, not exciting. Some people enjoy that though. Some people just kind of care about whatever genre is fresh and listen to that. Or I know from like a personal standpoint, I, I like to listen to something new or kind of out of left field from the artists I listen yeah. to. That's at least the artists I tend to gravitate towards. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's at the end of the day, everyone's got the preference on that. But um, Jake I've is kind of like the, the rock of music. That's okay. That's okay. I can see that. He's great in what he does. That's That's, valid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be pretty decent, especially if you're a fan. I mean, I'm interested in watching that. uh, What's that Jungle Cruise movie? I'm interested. Whoa! Is that the Rock? Speaking of Jungle Cruise, is that Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Jungle Cruise was uh, really, really great. Um, I think that Paul Giamatti delivered an Oscar-worthy acting performance for Best Supporting Actor in his role as a uh, angry shipyard owner. But to explain to our yeah. listeners, Brendan has been muted, just cooking up a good review of Jungle Cruise this entire time. <laughs> He's been watching Jungle, Cruise, whole time. Jungle Cruise at 10 speed to really... <laughs> Get all the dicks. Yeah, he, he was supposed to have this prepared. So he was like, fuck, I forgot. He watched it, like, yeah, like you said, 10 times speed right now. Just, just, just. <laughs> he was just waiting I for the Paul Giamatti cue. <laughs> I, I wanted to watch it 10 times in, uh, you know, like two hours, which sounds like it would be like physically impossible to really like get the audio to go that fast and still comprehend. So what I did was I actually purchased 10 movie theaters. And I uh, put myself, I put them all in a dodecahedron, like around myself, so I could just, you know, watch them all simultaneously. But what I wow. did was I actually, I, I started the movies at a five second offset and sat in a chair that spun around as nice. I watched. Out of what's interesting, because they all blurs together into one image. Exactly, and you know, it, it really, it really solidifies <laughs> this idea. Of it's like a moving picture, you know. And that image—that image is the rock in a turtleneck with a chain and a fanny pack on. <laughs> I, I thought Jason Schwartzman's role as the hippo in the movie <laughs> was really brave. <laughs> Dude, a lot of people don't know that Jason Schwartzman has been getting into like, uh, you know, animal acting, like Planet of the Apes <laughs> type stuff. Well, he's like, yeah. fucking, yeah, who's the guy who plays Gollum and the, the dude in uh, Planet oh, Andy Circus? Yeah, he's he's the Andy Circus of animals. He, he played, he did the CGI work for all the animals in that movie. Right, here, I hear um, uh, Christopher Walken is getting into uh, playing rocks and, and, and stones of various kinds. It's going to be interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> He's there, Dude, but you wouldn't I heard, know. I heard the same thing. <laughs> hey, don't don't move me. So when he's like he's crouching, someone doesn't see him like walking by the kick him. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I stepped on Jason Sportsman again. Oh no, no, Christopher Walken. I don't know, whichever. Well, Jason Sportsman was also a frog chilling on the rock. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Do Brandon, do like you listen to Donda? Oh. Dude, I did. Donda is so good. Here, once I have to pay for this parking, I'll be. I gotta, I gotta okay. go on mute for a second. All right, I bye, Brandon. Shane. Oh, uh, I was gonna movie say, movie. I just, yeah. it was gonna be a lame joke about how Jason Schwartzman might be like method acting as an animal as he like goes around town, but that was, we've moved <laughs> on. The, the joke's done. It's over. 
No, I'm thinking about Dark. I, I have this QR code. I just gonna hear. <laughs> wait, 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 all right. Let's 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 listen in here. The live footage. Tell hey, tell her she's on the podcast, Brendan. He so what do you it. think about Donda? Donda? Donda. <laughs> Donda. Because it sounds like hey, it's thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that not the name of the album? Am I crazy? That was, I think you that was, added a... Hmm? Am I adding a, I think a you, wrong accent here? Yeah, you said it with an accent on the O. But that was uh, an unexpected first guest of the season. Doing it right. Season one, two, episode one. We already have a guest. Hell yeah. You'll never know if Brennan really had the QR code. I hope so. <laughs> Bro, by the way, Christian told me that he he's like, dude, I thought I, I heard the parts of your podcast where you talked about me and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, that was great. Like, yeah. the, the backflip yeah, story true. and shit. Yeah, he was just like... <laughs> He was like, dude, that was awesome. So if you're listening to this one, Christian, shout out. Christian's a legend. Shout out our boy, Christian. Uh, you may not know him now, but you'll know him in at least 10 years. Yeah. Easy. So Easy. if you listen to the podcast, you can basically say you knew him before. It was like a thing. Dog Days is first the story. Yeah. He, along with um, a, a little guy we like to call Macanini, are going to change oh. the world. They're going to mop the floor with Elon Musk, bro. Dude, they for real are, though. <sighs> yeah. Man, I miss those days doing the Macanini homework while drinking a pitcher nope. at, a, at, at a round circle. Round table. Nope. nope. That Dude, was probably the most days, stressful. Uh... That was, that was, if you isolate those three months where I was taking Macanini and that mathematical physics class, oh, that class at the same time. Awful. Bro, that was probably, if you isolate periods of three months that I've lived in my life, that was probably top 10 most stressful three months of my life. Yeah, that's fair. That was, that. I, 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 we have to have talked about that final on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we have. And we were taking circuits that quarter too. Don't like linear circuits. Don't don't forget that as a nice little chunk. Of oh God, I'm so Right after the the directly after it was like a sad. Back. It was like a hundred people like sad walk of shame from yeah. this horrible final to then a circuits final. It was thank which thankfully was a very fair and normal difficulty final. Right, you know, it wasn't too bad in retrospect. Yeah, it actually know. made it enjoyable. I don't know. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. What do you think? Oh my gosh, he he was. Oh, bro, I thought you were like skipping. <laughs> no, that's what it felt like too when we were in lecture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was like, "What do you mean? I don't. What do you? What do I think? I'm. We're asking you the question, sir." <laughs> oh, that was also thermo. Oh, that's Jesus. Are what you a, serious? What a yeah. combo that was. Oh. That fucking Jesus Christ. See, that semester killed me, but I would say the next one was worse for me because that's the one that fucking broke me. I was just like, I'm done with this shit. I can't do engineering anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a masochist. Maybe I like the pain. I was like, I could use more. Bro, I was like, all those engineering things are really hard. Um, like of course they are. Uh that's why engineering is the hardest course in any school. But I've been talking to like friends who are currently in like math 
courses or physics courses in 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 the undergraduate level and the shit that they see is it seems like way more high level than the the shit we saw because like engineering we only seeing like things that exist and things that like we can see kind of and that we have some kind of intuition about but the shit that my friends see in like math courses when they talk to me about it i go like what the fuck because it's all it's all like ideas none of it is real like they're, they're, they're trying to like think oh if if there is a fourth dimension then what is the shape of my dick it's just like jesus how do you it's just like so many different it's just so weird why do you guys hey, know that hey yo my my meat is infinitely long in the fourth dimension bitch <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's crazy. It's insane. All this talk about bro, there's this video. I'll send a link to it. There's this um there's this really cool um uh YouTube page called Three Blue Run Brown. Do you guys know that? I've heard of it. It's sick. It, it's about math. I'll send a link to the exact video I want to talk about. They have a video. This three blue one brown channel has a video about bitcoin that like pretty much made me decide that um i'll never understand it bro bro did you guys i I totally forgot i wanted to talk about this today Asia told me about this this morning bro el sal did you hear about el salvador no i might have heard a little bit yeah they just literally converted their entire currency to bitcoin like that entire, is a bold, bold Their entire move. economy is now Bitcoin. What? That's fucking real, bro. Because they they have like a really like a, they have a struggling economy, and so they want to invest in Bitcoin so that like they can hopefully grow their economy through that. And then Bitcoin dropped like twenty something percent yesterday because of that. I mean, like that's the risk. I mean, it's just with Bitcoin. Still, it's it's a co- cool concept, and I I love the idea of like more like blockchain kind of currency, but like that's a big risk throwing everything on there now. Like all it takes is another dip for things to get really bad before it gets better. Oh, that's really interesting. The amount of implications that that has on society is crazy because it might mean a lot of things. It might mean that like a very poor country is going to be even poorer if this doesn't work out. And then like, inequality is gonna fuck everything and and like things are gonna get worse but it might be a way for like poor countries that have been fucked by the system to like embark on a technological way to like save their economy like if it works out yeah because i mean it's gonna if like if it it does work out if it does work out then like big banks and shit are going to have a lot less leverage, right? Like well, against us. Well, one, we the forgot big, though that um, big bank take little bank. Oh shit. Wow. And, you know, in that, this case, we're just going to take the, all of the economy of El Salvador and say, fuck. <laughs> Bro, that's I've, cool. It's cool that um, a country is, is betting on that and it's not my country. That's cool. It's, yeah, but I mean, it legitimizes it to a degree too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's already becoming more and more of a kind of accepted form of currency beyond just kind of like a, a meme thing you throw your money at. So now that an yeah. entire country is doing it, will this, again, cause more countries to do that? What will that do to the value of it? Will this look like a genius move in the long run? Maybe even the first two, it's the move to go. Um, because then it's like, if everyone joins then I imagine like banks would also get in and then, then everyone's in and then we might be back to square one. I don't know. But imagine if it goes the other way and an entire country's economy just absolutely collapses because of, of a Bitcoin, that yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin crash. Wow. I mean, that's the, <laughs> best, yeah. that's, that's the shortest tongue twister I've ever discovered. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, dude. Like a depression happens Bitcoin. because of a Bitcoin crash. Bitcoin crash. I did it. I did it. <laughs> I mean, that could happen from a US dollar crash, too. Yeah, but like that's less volatile. Yeah, I mean, are you saying like if it if the economy crashes because of um because of Bitcoin, it's going to be worse than if it crashed because of something else. Is that what you said? I think it's just there's a lot more unpredictability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, just... I guess if it weren't in Bitcoin, then it would, you know, be a slow decline if it's crashing. Hope or maybe quick. I don't know. Um, but like Bitcoin, you know, you've seen how it rises and falls, and like when that bubble bursts, people lost a shit ton of money. Imagine an entire country's economy, like, experiences that yeah. and just completely plummets. And they have way less than they started out with, and they're fucked. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, the same. I think without without Bitcoin, like an entire country's economy is most definitely not that volatile. You know, that's like why you want to invest in bonds over time and instead of stocks, because if you have all your shit in stocks and it crashes, you're gonna lose a lot. You know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Who who do you, like? How do you think was the um, meeting to decide we're gonna we're gonna trade the entire country's currency for bitcoin they i have to imagine they uh debated which currency to use what if they're like oh well, i've heard a lot about dogecoin like that's that's <laughs> kind of popping off lately and so well, we should put all of our country's uh economy into gamestop stocks i heard a couple months ago that really worked oh my that could be a genius i can't I don't know about that. <laughs> Bro, what Do you if fucking value is your new like president? <laughs> what if they instead of doing that, they could have started their own cryptocurrency and that could have been the official currency of the nation, right? I guess that would have made a little more sense because then I mean no. It's it's a lot of it's the same to make to make new um like a new cryptocurrency though i imagine right like you probably need all the the hardware the infrastructure and that's that's very expensive it might just be easier to hop on an existing one i think running am i am i right or am i speaking incorrectly there well he didn't say anything i'm right so let's just pretend yeah i think yeah anyway it's gonna be interesting uh, Bro, okay, now you guys are all here. There's something else I wanted to dis discuss. Did you all ride, like, the bus to school growing up? I don't know how universal that is, if it's just a Midwest thing. Um, I feel like it's regional. I, I didn't, but I know it's bigger in some other areas. I feel like 
Um, you asked, you asked us, wait, now I'm saying things wrong. I feel like you asked us about, uh, school buses before. Um, really? yeah, not to diss on you though. I can talk about it again. Um, but I think, so the thing is in Brazil, there are school buses. Oh, it's good that I get to like restate my thing about school buses. Cause I remember saying something that was totally wrong the first time you asked, so I can um, retract. So in Brazil, there are school buses, um, but they're mostly for public schools. Um, and in Brazil, the only people who go to public schools are the people who can't afford private schools up until like the undergraduate level. So like up to high school, you only go to a public school if you can't afford private school. So a lot of people don't uh, have access to uh, school buses because they go to private schools, but then it doesn't matter because if they go to a private school, then they have money to like, I don't know, either, I don't know, have, pay someone to drive them to school or something. But the short answer is it's not that popular here. Mm. I see. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I rode the bus all 12 years, but that kind of kills our conversation, so. I think it, it's, how was it? Do you like it? Because in the movies, if it, it looks kind of, like, horrible, because. Well, yeah, that's something I want to talk about. Like, the school bus is, like, a whole sort of experience in and of itself that, like, is, like, kind of a pivotal thing of, like, being a kid going to school if you're on the school bus. Like, it's, like, it, it's, there's there ain't no laws there, man. It's, like, the Wild West in that bitch. <laughs> I will say I was a back of the bus kid, which means I was not like harassed by the back of the bus kids, of which I was one. <laughs> so you know, but, you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we would like you know throw shit at people in the front or be loud or like I don't know. Like I remember being like a first grader on the school bus with like up to like fifth graders and like being there in the front because I was so scared of everyone. And then, like, in the back, this kid's yelling, and someone's like, fuck you. And they're like, bus driver, he just said fuck. And, like, all this shit. <laughs> Wait, I have, I, have, I have some questions. Does everyone... Okay. So, I'm guessing there's several different buses, and then they're um, separated by age groups? No, not at all. It's not age group. It's, it's by, like... They have roots, uh, so like area? the entire yeah. okay. the, the entire school district is covered, and you know you're on different bus routes around around the school. So district. that means that means everyone in the school basically knows where you live from like from a no. very young age. Not everyone, only the people on your bus. There's yeah, like, there, there's like, like a lot of buses. There's like enemies with the person on the bus. Is the <laughs> moral of the story here? Yeah, there was like thirty something buses, if not more, at my high wow. school. Oh shit. How big yeah, was your high school? Maybe maybe thirty is a lot. Maybe twenty, two thousand kids. Um, okay. Yeah. So a lot of people know where you live. Um, that's already <laughs> like, that's already like, I don't know. I don't know how many. I, I think only my friends knew where I lived. Like hmm. from from a like from my yeah, school but days. It, it it doesn't drop you off at your house either. It doesn't. Oh, it does each, No, it doesn't go to each person's house. There's bus stops and like along the route like you have to walk to your bus stop so that was the whole thing also oh, growing right. up like if i was too slow getting ready in the morning like the so my bus stop was at the end of my street i'm on a dead end street um bus stop was up the street which is like 
at a normal walking pace, like a three-ish minute walk usually, but I would all, I would end up running a lot. Um, Cause like, you know, there's like times yeah. I'll like get to the end of my driveway, look at the end of the street, I see the bus like there. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta start running. And I, there's plenty of times I missed it. It just, it didn't see me. They're like, they, they've gotta go. They can't wait for every kid. Yeah. So then I have to like walk home, do the, the walk of shame and be like, dude, I missed the bus. And he, had, he would have to drive me to school. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, how, like, how big a part of your day did you spend in the school bus? Uh, I probably ended up being maybe 45 minutes total a day to and from oh, school. Okay. That's yeah, nothing. It's, it's, okay. it's about 20 something minutes to a half an hour in the morning, depending and, and vice versa. Dude, now that I'm talking about it, I kind of feel like it must've been nice. Like it's, it's a short route. Nowadays, like, or being our age, we have to like worry about how we're going to get places knowing that there is going to be someone to pick you up and drop you off and is reliable and is always on time and shit. Yeah. Well, there were, there were days the bus like was like super late because of like maybe snow or they're delayed. So like you're waiting there. You're like, did we we miss the bus? Like what the fuck? Cause there's a bus, there's, you know, a whole group of us at each bus stop. Like I was friends with all the people at my bus stop because they're like all these kids from the blocks near me. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. And, like, I always remember in the morning, I would be super tired, so I wouldn't talk to any of my friends. Like, my best friend was at my bus stop. He lived, like, a couple blocks away from me. But, like, I would just, like, wouldn't want to talk to anyone, so I'd just, like, sit there with my headphones and listen to music. And then on the way home, I'd be like, that's that's when it got rowdy. Yeah. yeah and I remember one nice. time, I remember one time I walked in, and my, my friend's stepbrother, who was a year older, was sitting in the all the way in the back seat, which for some, oh, the back seat was a half seat on one side because it, they did a wheelchair spot so he was in the back seat hiding back there and he was just breaking up weed on like a piece of notebook paper because he didn't have a, a grinder i'm just like what are you like i didn't know anything about weed i was like i was probably like a sophomore in high school i was like what are you what are you doing is that weed what the fuck he's like yeah i gotta break it up i was like oh yeah of course and i'm like why the fuck does he have to break it up as, as one does <laughs> right, right i was like oh, googling okay yeah, I guess. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I did originally think this whole story took place uh, like elementary school kids and I was like wow that, that no. fifth graders hardcore <laughs> no this is in high school middle school bus was a hellscape I'm sure yeah it was a very violent corny place <laughs> probably really smelly I imagine too probably yeah. yeah yeah anytime I think back on shit i did at the height of my puberty i kind of cringe and go like fuck like oh yeah dude like do you ever like it clearly we all grow and change over time right like that's that's just life like we mature and so like the version of us right now is the most mature like wise smart version of us so far hopefully (laughs) um but like you like look back at like situations and like memories from like high school and middle school and shit. You're like, why the f- like why is this the way you acted that like like instead of this, you know, like being way too emotional or moody or, or um what like you know bothered by shit that is not that big of a deal. Like it's crazy. I think <laughs> like, I think wrong? the world seemed in a way a lot smaller and like minor shit like that just seemed so so much a big deal. Like oh like every homework assignment, you know, especially if you know feel pressure about school and going to college and stuff where 
now it's like you look back and you're like, yeah, I didn't have to be to some degree nearly as stressed out about some of this, some of this as I needed to. Right. I think the more, okay, that's also something I, I wanted to talk about uh, with you guys. My 20s so far, not my 20s, but like, um, like post grad, especially, and even more because of the pandemic, I've been looking back on my life a lot, like a crazy amount, which is not something I was used to till like, till like from zero to 22 years old. I didn't look back and think like, oh, I did that because of this. And like, oh, I am this way because of that. And like, I need to change this. I need to change that. I'm happy I was able to change this. I'm proud of that. Um, it's weird. Um, and, and and of course, like that involves a lot of cringing when I look back at like middle school shit. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a trend, if it's going to stay, if it's going to stick, if that's going to be my whole life. I hope not, because otherwise I'm going to, I mean, at the same time, no, I think it's a healthy thing, right? It's uh, not like, it's, effect, it's not affecting me badly, I don't think. There's probably a healthy amount of reflection that's yeah, that's yeah. good. I If you spend your entire life, you know, looking back and just regretting and cringing over everything and beating yourself up, that's not healthy. That's something I've I've been guilty of sometimes, especially. Um, I know like last year, um, kind of like early pandemic, I was thinking a lot about that sort of stuff too. And then um, mm -hmm. at end of graduation in general, even before pandemic, I was thinking a lot more of that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think, again, I think it's about how you go about it. If you're trying to be more constructive and uplifting, I think that's okay. But you don't want to beat yourself up over stuff that's too late to change. And, yeah. you know, I think that's the way that I go about it, at least in my opinion. I've, I've gotten better, though. I don't, not that I don't reflect on things, but I am a little better about it now than I was, say, a year ago. Mm hmm what about you, Ben? I, I have, yeah, like, I, I think I've always been sort of like that, like, looking back. I don't know, like, I, I definitely throughout my whole life, I've definitely looked back into my memories and thought about shit. Like, maybe not to the degree I do now, but I feel like more on my part, it's more like nostalgia and less like analyzing, you know, different parts and aspects of my life, you know? Like... I don't know, I just find myself like remembering things and being like, oh, that was, that was dope. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, okay. I think weed helped me a lot, mm. like on, on like reconsidering things about my life. And like weed has been very therapeutic, like, and, and some like parts of the pandemic for me. Um, shrooms, of course, like that's kind of the point is you see things through different like eyes. Therapy itself, like real therapy also. Um, but besides all that, I think just getting old um, also does that to you. And like, it's crazy that now I get to like breathe and like inhale and exhale and, and, and think about all the shit that happened so quickly during the first like 22 years of my life. Because um, I think if you ask me like, what I thought about my family like three years ago, I wouldn't have like an answer because my life was so unanalyzed 
because I basically didn't have any time. I think it's the same with you guys probably because we lived in such a high pressure like environment to like succeed and like study and study and study to, to like achieve shit that it's only after college that I, I got to like look back and think like, Oh, I have a family. I have issues like mental issues. I have like desires and dreams and shit. I feel like that's the biggest part of it. Yeah. And I think to a certain degree, I think that what you kind of touched on, I, it's when you have more free time to kind of like breathe and actually like kind of be a little more introspective. I think it's harder to ignore certain things that you might ignore if you're just busy in one thing after another, whether it be, you know, relationships or like mental health wise, or, you know, maybe trying to work on self-improvement. I think that's kind of a cool thing that at least I've gleaned from graduating college is that now there's really time I can be as unproductive or as productive as I want to be. I think that's, you know, not to say I'm doing the greatest at that at times, but it's a cool opportunity to really reflect and maybe get some good personal growth. And I, we, you know, we've all, we've all grown up since we first met each other. Few, the, like, the best part of it ago. isn't like the best part of it by far is that you get to be yourself like at the fullest. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to be held back. Cause like if you analyze yourself, you get to like exclude parts of yourself and parts of like your life that are uh, external to you that don't fit in with like the rest of it. Yeah. And then you get to like improve on shit that you do like. So like Shane, before college, I don't think you did nearly as much hiking as you do now. Um, and that's, and that's like, obviously something that's very important to you now and that yeah. you realize is important to you and now you're investing in it. I think that's basically like what, like what growing old and like being mature is, is like, yeah perfecting yourself and perfecting your life absolutely well on that note brendan your deep analysis you've been working on of the peppa pig album is gonna have to wait till next week um are <laughs> gonna be wrapping up <laughs> i'm gonna spend yeah. every waking second until then yeah but definitely uh, yeah like what you guys what you guys are saying is like super true like anyone who happens to be listening like take some time to like think about you know your past and what makes you you and unpack shit and see if that can help you reach enlightenment be a this person. is the most wholesome ending to any show we've <laughs> ever done sometimes we got it was season two i like it oh by the way brendan it's season two i know you've been busy uh you know, with your analysis. So you might've missed that, but this is <laughs> episode one, season two. We're off to a good start. We're a wholesome family-friendly podcast now. We've already had a guest. Things go from high to low real quick. Well, we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> episode four, you're going to be crying. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. we'll, we're, we're all going to be talking about our traumas together. And that's, that's the podcast we are now. We are a group therapy. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. We're a group therapy podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week. Oh boy, I don't talk. want that. I don't want that responsibility, boys. I'm sorry. That's fair. Um, every once in a while, we'll just uh, give you something to think about and chew over. Um, but yeah, I've I've been Ben, and I am a little lad who loves berries and cream. My <laughs> name is Shane, and check out Jason Schwartzman and the new movie Jungle Cruise out now. <laughs> He's the My third Mossy Brendan. Stone. Check out uh, your boy Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing Jason Schwartzman playing uh, 
Scarlett Johansson and uh, the new movie Jungle Cruise, two and a half. And Scarlett is playing the 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 ship, right? The rock, or the the cruise, the, the actual rock. <laughs> All right, I've been Jadu, and um, to quote um, Kanye West's Donda, "Being in the dark so long, don't know where the light, don't know if the light here, but I'm just reaching for the stars like Buzz Lightyear." Good day. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Your body is a bro, Ben. Remember what you said? I know who Take no, me Slow Patrol? You said this, bro. Slow Patrol? Oh, shit. Can we just lay no, here? And just forget the world. If we just lay here. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, if we just. Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Said your body's a wonder wall. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. When? Your body. You What's said... that song by Jimmy E. World? <laughs> your you body's know, a wonder wall. No. And it takes some time to make a little